You can then make a book either with it being ghostwritten, you write it yourself, or now with AI, you publish in that niche, you market the book properly, you get an amazing cover, you get an amazing title, you get an amazing description, and you simply get a shit ton of reviews on that book. So we've got Anthony Waneri in the house, best-selling author of the book, Podcasting Made Simple, co-founder of Get More Listeners and host of the Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. He's focused on helping busy business owners and coaches grow and market their shows. But just like myself, Anthony has caught the AI bug. It's contagious, but in a good way, because we're going to today talk about how AI can make you money, just like it's making Anthony money. Anthony, what's up? What's up, man, dude? It's, uh, it's good to be. I'm excited to kind of dive into the, to give the listeners uh, a glimpse into my world as well as the AI world and how actually generating some income already from, which is uh, honestly quite uh, quite exciting. It's incredibly exciting. I was talking to a guy the other day who's like, Mark, I got laid off from my job. I don't know what to do. He's 50 years old. I was like, are you using AI? He's like, no, not yet. But once I get my job, I'm going to start using AI. I'm like, dude, how about you use AI to get the job? Mm. right we got to reverse engineer it like we're going into a year where chaos is going to be everywhere and using ai to actually generate income i think is the most important skill that we can learn 100 percent right? um you know chat gpt open ai just dropped their chat gpt market their gpt marketplace but one of the things that you're doing that i think is really fascinating that's it's very industry disruptive is you're generating up to up to five thousand dollars a month self-publishing books and you're using ai is a tool. Can you walk me through that? How are you generating 5k a month with AI and book publishing? Dude, I love that. That's a great way to start it off. So, you know, I think what was it around nearly three and a half, nearly four years ago now. So April, no, March, actually, March of 2020, I was an absolute kind of one of those guys that would always say, Hey, look, guys, I'm going to make it. You watch me. I'm going to be, I'm going to mean, I'm going to build a massive business, yada, yada, yada. But honestly, Matt, between me and you, I was completely lost. Um, I had no idea what the hell I was going to do. I was talking a big game. I thought I was going to be a gym, uh, you know, own multiple gyms. So I like lifting, like, you know, feeling big and bodybuilding, looked at the logistics and the admin of, you know, owning the gym. Turns out they didn't get paid very much. <laughs> and it's hella stressful. So I thought, you know what, probably not for me. Um, but I remember one night, man, I, I was just feeling a bit lost because I was working out of this degree that I completely hated. And um, I was essentially kind of this, down this rabbit hole of law of attraction, watching the law of attraction videos. Don't know if you've ever been there, but I was definitely there. And I came across one of those make money online ads. Hey, you, you want to make $10,000 in 90 days without any work and no risk? Those ones. That's the one I kind of came across, right? And honestly, man, I, I ate up. It was literally 11 till 2 a.m. I was down this rabbit hole watching this webinar and I was completely sold on this business model known as KDP, self-publishing through Amazon. And KDP stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. So this is my introduction to that world. Um, and I kind of learned that there was a way to actually self-publish books on Amazon, find out which niches have a high volume and high demand but low competition. You can then make a book, either with it being ghostwritten, you write it yourself, or now with AI, you publish in that niche, you market the book properly, you get an amazing cover, you get an amazing title, you get an amazing description, and you simply get a shit ton of reviews on that book, pardon my French, and it will sell, because again, you're leveraging Amazon's already massive platform, where they're getting tons and tons and tons of traffic to their website. 
So a piggybacking of that. So that's kind of how I got started when it comes to publishing books. And, and of course, that income slowly started growing more and more and more to the point now where we're consistently making, you know, we've had months, our highest months has been over, you know, 20,000. Um, and then kind of on average, now we're sitting around 5,000 plus each month. I think last month we did around, was it like just under 9,000? That's sick, dude. So in, in, this is not really, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a new business model, no, right? No. Self-publishing books on Amazon. It's kind of funny. I know a few people that help business owners uh, author books and stuff, and they actually ghostwriter. I don't know what ghostwriters are going to do, by the way, because it's just so easy to use AI. <laughs> um, although I do want to kind of talk a little bit about some of the potential potholes there. But where does AI play into this part, right? Is it just, hey, I'm just going to have ChatGPT write the entire book for me? Or is it using the AI strategically? Like, how is AI going to actually help me write the book faster and more effectively? I love that. Well, we have number one, there's, there's two different routes you can go, right? We can go the lazy route and let AI do all of the work for you. And um, when it comes to the title, when it comes to potentially the cover art design, when it comes to the description of the book, when it comes to the actual contents, because here's the thing, we can feed chat GPT AI already well selling books, their titles, their descriptions, their cover arts. And we can make something from that. So it can literally help you with each individual step of the publishing process. Again, title creation, the overall position of the actual book, the table of content, the outline of the book, to the actual writing of the book. Now, we both know, Mark, AI, you know, ChatGPT is getting there, it's solid, but the tonality, that's been the trickiest and most challenging thing to get right. But that really, again, would be the, you know, the lazy route to go. Um, the other route, which I prefer is having a mix of both. Having AI help you with the actual outline of the book, the ideation of the book, and actually drafting the book, right? It, it can help you do that. And then what you want to do is add your own tonality and then build with it. Iterate as you go along because it's not going to be perfect straight away. Because again, you can't just put, if you put, I'm okay swearing, by the way. Yeah, man. Knock yeah? your socks off. Perfect. If you put a piece of shit book out, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. The the random anything, it just won't sell. So the book still needs to be high quality. That's why you need the human touch to really go the extra mile. But I have to say, I have published books and they generate income without me really editing it much. And AI doing everything from cover, title, you know, description, um, to the actual writing of the book and outline. So again, big spectrum, lazy route or the more I'd say sensible route to make sure the quality is high. Um, that's what I'll do. Yeah. So you're using chat GPT or AI, whatever your preferred program is more so as a, um, as a way to kill the writer's block to get the, the pen flowing. And I, which by the way, you know, just uploading a PDF or uploading documents or having chat GPT assess what's working. That mm. doesn't, that transcends book authorship. You can say, Hey, break down this website, break down this course, or what is Hormozy doing? What's Gary V doing? Like, it's it's pretty spectacular where you can use chat gpt as a way of reverse engineering what's working i will say too uh, when it comes to interesting reading like that is one of the problems that i have with ai it sometimes just writes like really clunky too many adjectives mm -hmm. too many adverbs it's just like, mm -hmm. like great writing it, stephen king said this great writing is writing something cutting it in half and cutting it in half again you mm -hmm. know 
and I, I definitely think that there's, there, there needs to be a place where AI can kind of like start the job, but then the human comes in and finishes mm. it. But like what percentage of like how much time, let me ask you this. If I was going to self-publish this book, like how much time do I expect to expend out of my own personal time to actually make it happen? Like, is it, is it a lot to learn? Yeah, that's a great question, man. And honestly, again, I'm going to go down this route. I'm going to say the lazy route, the genius route, right? If you want to go the lazy route, you can get it done in a day. Like, seriously, you can get it done in a day, wow. right? Because it doesn't require much editing as long as you have the framework is relatively repeatable, right? Once you make the book and you understand which prompts to add in and you have the framework to follow, um, for me, it's probably much easier um, to create the framework because I've had, you know, I've had you know nearly four years self-publishing books. I know what prompts would make sense um but yes in an afternoon you can get it done that's a lazy which route. by the way quick question there on the on the lazy way basically you just have ai kind of like formulate it write it all and then you post it i'm assuming you're talking about self-publishing on amazon is that that's right it. yes is it doesn't amazon have like i heard this somewhere and i may or may not be right but if you just do that basically copy and paste you're maybe making some very minor revisions can't amazon like flag your account or flag the book and take it down i know there's some AI detection softwares. Is that something that you've been seeing in the industry? Yeah, for sure. So I guess to, to clarify, like, again, the lazy route is going to have some holes of it, right? But, but what I will say, Amazon don't actually restrict AI books. Um, they just simply want to take note of which books have had have been made with the assistance of AI. So in the back end, they ask us, so the back end of KPI, uh, KDP, before you publish a book, you'll get asked a question which says, which level did you get help with when it comes to AI? Was it partially assisted, totally written by AI, or was it written by a human? It will literally ask that explicitly. Um, in terms of how they're using that data, I think, honestly, between me and you, Mark, Amazon, they're capitalists. They love money, baby. They're like us. They love money. So if there's an AI book out there. I'm sure there's going to be tons of AI book out there killing it. Are they going to stop it from making money? Are they going to put, by the way, written by AI and kill their sales? Absolutely not. So I think for them, they're really trying to play it smart. If I was them anyway, uh, it's trying to play smart the CAK. Does this affect sales drastically or does it not? Because if it affects sales drastically from Amazon's perspective, yeah, maybe they can add the AI and then prevent people from buying the book and personally leaving bad reviews, etc. But if it's unnoticeable and actually making more money, they're not going to interfere with that. Why would they? Yeah. Right. And it's important to note there are some absolutely horrendous ghostwriters. Love you, ghostwriters. You guys are awesome. Honestly, you've got some amazing ghostwriters. But, 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 I have to say, Mac, there are some terrible ghostwriters out there. And a lot of people save thousands, like thousands with a capital T on one, right? <laughs> Just by simply using AI and then them spending time to edit it. So that's what I'll say to you, like, when it comes to Amazon's kind of policies with it at the moment, they're very loose at the moment. Cool. Thanks for clarifying. I mean, if it's a good book, it's a good book. And, and quite frankly, I'm pretty sure we've gotten past the age of books that are completely written by a human. I, I just, <laughs> I cannot see an author say, like, I know there's some, like there was a guy who was in the mastermind group that I run. He's like, Mark, I don't like AI. I'm against AI. I'm not going to use AI. I'm going to be the non AI guy. I'm like, okay, that's great. You're while you're riding your tricycle though, everyone's flying by you in Ferraris. hundred percent. hundred percent. Absolutely. You know, it's like it's bringing so a knife to, uh, to a gunfight. Exactly, exactly. It's unbelievable. So we've talked a little bit about kind of like the lazy way. Talk to me a little bit about how you're leveraging AI to be more of a supplement 
um, and in that vehicle to drive the the audience? How are you using AI to write these books the right way? Hundred percent. So it's kind of thinking about self-publishing books in different layers. First, you kind of have number one, the actual niche. What niche you're going to go into? For me, it might be podcasting, right? So I pick podcast and I find out if it's profitable or not by going through KDP and you know working out which niche I want to publish that book in. AI can't really do that. I think that's you to make that decision, right? When it comes to ideas and with their book titles, you can get loads of different ideas by feeding in, again, highly sold books and their titles. When it comes to ideating for the actual outline, you can get the outline done because it saves you so much time. Rather than doing like the research of the customer and this and that, you can just give it a profile based on this target demographic. Let's say, for example, you know, business owners who are podcasters, um, based on their pain points and struggle in general create me a book outline that's focused on helping them grow their business, generate more leads and save time using AI, for example, right? It will then spit out that entire outline that would have taken you probably maybe a couple days, maybe an afternoon if you're experienced. It now does that literally in like 15 seconds, right? Instantly. So that saves you so much time. I can't stress just how much time this saves you. And then when it comes to the actual drafting of the first copy and second copy, you're still able to get this book created, a decent book created, if you're focused on it. I would say with a few hours a day of focus, you can get a decent book done that's high quality with great tonality, with the AI making the drafts, you making your changes and inputs, and iterating, which is important, iterating as you go along, so you're not constantly recycling it, but it's actually improving as the chapters go along. I would say give yourself two weeks to write a decent book. Now, two weeks to write a decent book that makes you passive income through Amazon KDP is not a bad gig, right? And that's going to pay you time and time and time again. Most self-publishers don't make a penny and they spend nine months, two years writing a book, right? So it really shortens, dramatically shortens that time time span for getting that book done. And that's a genius route to, 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 to go, right? You're picking this by yourself. You do the research with AR to save you a bunch of time. You create drafts. And as each draft come in, you iterate and then feed it back to the AI for it to give you a better variation. And you do that over and over and over again. And as you go along, it's going to get better and better and better and easier for you to create the book. Look, dig that. And by the way, just a side note, someone I don't read a ton. I need to read more, but I read regularly. The most interesting books are books that start are where chapters starts with stories. You know, you look at the four hour work week, Tim Ferriss. You look at Atomic Habits, James Clear. You look at uh, Patrick Bet David's new book, Choose Your Enemies Wisely. They all start with stories. And it, it, I feel like I get drawn in. And AI can't do that. AI is not going to write a story for you. At least if it does, it's not going to be an actual true story by any means. So I, I'll just give you a quick case study here as we're talking about this. I was at a men's group the other day. And one of the, the men in the group, he's a, he's a business coach, said, hey, Mark, I want you to read my book. Here, take my book home. I was like, oh, all right, sure, free book. Okay, cool. <laughs> So I take it home, I pop it open, and the first chapter starts with like, this is what you need to do. It's just kind of like listing off like what you need to do to kind of walk through. I'm like, this is boring. I'm like three pages in, you haven't told me any story. It's just lists of things to do. You know what I mean? 100%. And yeah. so when, when I think about how to formulate a book, because by the way, a book is on my bucket list of things to do, mm. although now it just seems so easy based on <laughs> these AI tools, it seems like using the AI to write the draft, um, write the outline, come up with title ideas, assess the marketplace, and then fill that in with interesting stories to supplement that to me seems like where I would start. 
Am I way off base or does that make sense? No, that makes sense, hundred percent. And and again, I'm not gonna sit here and try to pretend that's perfect because it's not. Um, it definitely saves you a lot of time. But you're right. When it comes to telling stories, um, what we've found in terms of workaround is really thinking about, for the most part, if there's an important story to you, for example, Mark, and you're about to write this book, you would have told that story somewhere before, either on a podcast or you would have written it in on a LinkedIn post or a Twitter post or a Twitter thread or your email list right so for me i personally share stories tons and tons of stories with my email list so if i was writing a book specific to me and my journey in podcasting i would just use those stories as samples and get the ai to integrate it in the chapter in a captivating way that it will do but you need to really guide it as much as you can you know give it as much steroids as you can point in the right direction get it jacked up and get it laser focused given as much reference as you possibly can. And that's how you get it fine-tuned. So yes, absolutely, it'd have to be a mix of the two. That's interesting. So when I hear you say that, are you... Because one of the things that you're working on is actually completing this process for business owners, right? You're a business that's owner, it. you want a book. We'll, we'll actually basically write the book for you quickly, easily with a way of... I want to talk about um, actually how to generate money on the back for just a moment, but... If I'm a business owner and I come to you, Anthony, you probably say like, hey, let me look at all the emails you've sent. Let me go through your Twitter. Let me, and you can actually find stories. You can actually use the stories that the business owner has already written out as a way to, to kind of fuel the book there. So I don't actually have to give you all the stories. Do you do like a meet and greet, like get stories from the person too? Or how do, how do you actually extract the stories quickly? Absolutely. So how we kind of extract the stories quickly is we, again, if for us, ideally the business owner has a podcast or they have ideally a podcast, right? And you, you can probably see where this is going. Um, yep. When you've got a podcast, there's so much content, there's so much body of work there that you can work with. You've got the transcripts. You also just have kind of, again, the show notes when it's detailed, and that helps you tremendously. So for us, again, we have a one-hour call. We find the specific episodes that actually make sense or the specific emails that would make sense, and we get them to inject it in a file right? That file is what we're going to use to train the AI is going to be drawing the information in their words, right? So if they've got the email, they've got a massive email list, they're sending emails daily, which most business owners doing or should be doing, right? That's there for them. That's there for us to use to train this model, right? So it's that simple. It's so cool. I uh, created my own GPT, my own custom AI chatbot. Mm. It's called podcast podcast consultant right it. it's on the gpt marketplace which just went live so you can go download it for free and check it out um but what i did is i went to all my resources my worksheets my pdfs all my frequently asked questions and i just uploaded all these documents right to the chatbot and it all of a sudden you no know, it it knows how i answer all these questions it knows my links that i refer and all these different things. So it's, it's really remarkable how easy it is to train these chatbots. I have had trouble making it like consistent. Sometimes it's like, it'll start answering a question one way and then it starts to drift off. So I'm still trying to work to optimize that, but that's something. So anyway, I don't want to get too far off, off topic, right? Because I, I really like what you're doing with books, AI, automation, but the most important piece is how do I make any damn money off this process? So how, how are you actually making money for the business owner through these AI written books? How do we actually make the money? So how we make the money is not by kind of going out there and trying to promote your book like crazy and trying to essentially sell the book on your own because that's extremely difficult. 
And even if you were to sell hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, eventually most people lose all of their money during their, sorry, make all of their money during the initial launch of their book. So the first 90 days, they make a shit ton of money and then the book just disappears. What we want to do, and this isn't really to do with AI necessarily, AI helps us with the book, but then the human aspect when it comes to actually understanding, okay, which market, which niche should I even publish in the first place? So for us, we would find, again, let's say you're a podcaster and you have, or a business owner and you're within real estate. We would find specific keywords and niches within real estate, i.e. real estate for beginners or multifamily home real estate or Airbnb for beginners or house flipping, whatever niche we find. We figure out the demand, we look at the competition, and then we look at, okay, based on the first 10 books on Amazon, what's the average review count? Is it 100, 200, 300? Can we compete in some kind of way? If that is the case, we make our book, we publish in that niche, and all you're going to do is obsess over getting a shit tons of reviews. That's all that matters. Not, I don't care how much you sold, doesn't really matter, because again, we're, we're trying to make it passive in the long run. Mark, you going, you launching a book and then guessing on a podcast for the rest of the time to sell copies of that book or constantly promoting to your audience through your email and trying to sell the book through the email, that's not passive. That's you actively doing work. What we're trying to do here is get Amazon's algorithm on our side because we're now ranking for a keyword that's highly profitable, that's getting tons of search. And when you can show up on that page one, which is the goal, again, to get a ton of reviews so we rank on page one, that's how we make our money. Interesting. For the, for the customers going actively on Amazon, searching, again, there, I don't know, there's like, I don't know, like, I don't know how much is being sold each day, but it's like, I'm sure it's probably like tens of, hundreds of millions being sold so each day on Amazon, the, right? So if I'm hearing you correctly, it's through the sales that are made, not on the book, but the sales that come from the book. Is that right? What do you mean exactly? Sorry. So if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's this combination of the reviews, but I'm not sure I fall. How do you make money from the reviews themselves? Got it. Great question. So how we would make money from Amazon would be by ranking our book on page one for a specific keyword. If you went onto Amazon right now and typed in, you know, podcasting, our books will show up on page one. When someone's looking, it's like search engine. Through the search engine, we rank, and then people purchase the book, right? So the reviews allow us to compete and rank on page one. And then once we're visible on page one, we're extracting, basically using all that value, all of the traffic funneled into our actual book, and that's how we then generate the income. So that's why the reviews are so important. Because if you have a book that's 50 reviews versus 100, which you're going to buy? That's a social so the, proof. Well, that's of course, the one with the more reviews, yeah. That's it. So the primary income driver of this project then is from book sales. It's not, because when I yes. think of like as a business owner, I have a book, it's not only is it a brand building tool, but I, I can use it as a way to sell the services on my company. Like, okay, you're reading my book, now you want to launch podcasts, right? So that's it. there's that synergy too, which I, I, it sounds like you're not even really taking into account when you're talking about the passive income. Yeah, exactly. So I think what you'll notice is for us, we make money. So Amazon pays us for each book we sell on Amazon. They get a cut, we get a cut. Our customers who were, ba so we're basically, get this, we're basically being paid by Amazon to acquire customers for our business. Someone goes to Amazon, buys, buys your book, you get money from that. They read your book, enter your funnel, 
and then become a paying client, you know? Like it, it's, it's lead gen completely, <laughs> lead gen the right way, you know? And that's what I love about this model so much. And of course, if you've got a podcast, you can find people to your podcast. If you've got a YouTube channel, you can find people to your YouTube channel. All of that is like this perfect synergy. And again, you're getting paid to do this. You're getting paid to grow your podcast whilst you make book sales. You're getting paid to grow your business while you make book sales. You're getting paid to grow your podcast and get more visibility when you make book sales. All by obsessing over getting reviews on the book and ranking on page one of Amazon. That again, I want to hammer that home because everyone who self-published books just thinks, oh, just do this and let's just go for the book sale. No, no, no. If you want to get it passive, you need to rank and stay on page one of Amazon for the rest of time and you'll always make money. Guaranteed. It's just, that's just the game. You know, I've experienced it. I've had tons of people experience it. You know, it's, it's incredible. Cool marketing play. Get paid by Amazon to get leads for your business. That sounds good. That sounds amazing. For, you can pay me to send me leads. That's cool. Most <laughs> of the time, people are paying tons of money for customer acquisition costs. So you're going to pay me. I'll take the leads. Super cool. Anthony, where can we get more Anthony in our lives? Where can we find you? Look, so I recently launched a podcast called Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, which is, again, for really business owners, coaches, and business professionals. The specific episode, if you like this, if you like using AI, if you like you know, making money, I hope you like making money. I love making money, right? You want to check out why your podcast isn't growing, episode 73. Three ways. The title of the episode is Three Ways to Use AI for Faster Podcast Growth and Monetization in 2024. That's where you can find more of me. Sick. I'm definitely going to share that link. And Anthony, thank it's it's really good to get a chance to actually speak to you Zoom to Zoom, face to face. We've we've been talking back and forth for years. So it's cool to actually get a chance to, to jam here Absolutely. on the podcast, bro. And and congrats on your success. And it's just you know, so I don't want to go off on a huge tangent. Dude, go but, for it, Mike. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool to like look back at how far you've you've come. Um, not just you specifically, but myself as well. We're going to 2024. And one of the things I do when the new year comes, I look back to the beginning of the last year. Did I meet my goals? What did I set out to do? You know, when we first started talking a few years ago, like you were, you were doing, you were focused on one thing. And now you're like, I Mark, I found a pretty damn good mousetrap and I've been leaning in and it's working and it's, I'm making passive income and it's working for my client. So it's just cool. It's just cool to see that like Facebook will show me these videos that I, I had posted like three years ago. And I was like, wow, I was terrible. Holy cow. I've come so far. <laughs> and so not to say you were terrible. I'm just saying you've, you've like, you figured out an awesome marketing tool and uh, it's just cool to see you, you putting the pieces together. You got good stuff coming. I'm sure. Oh, thank you very much bro. I appreciate it. And you too as well, man. Like, uh, it's good. I think what it is, is the nice feeling knowing that we went all in and it fucking paid off for the both of us. Right. That that's to me like one of the nicest feelings because so many people come in this game and um, podcasting space, you know, in particular, just just entrepreneurship. They start, they stop, they don't go all in, they don't give it their all. They 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 give up, and that's the saddest thing. And to me, I had a smile on my face. I mentioned my my business partner Ty, um, Ty Gauthier, and we said, "Dude, have you seen Mark? He's fucking crushing it. How sick is that? You know, because we know how many people started a journey with us but just dropped off, just." dead drop dead like a fly you know like nowhere to be seen and dude you're killing it you're crushing it and it's just it's it's a uh, it fills me up and it inspires me so i want to throw that back your way man it's uh it's rare to find people that are actually in this that are all in and then making it happen you know and, and this is what it's all about right damn right damn right appreciate you anthony make it great y'all thanks for subscribing to the podcast and make sure you show anthony some love links below